This is emotional me. Hi there. My name is Peter Tadeo and I produce radio and TV contents. Up until now, I was oblivious to my emotions. I often reacted in reflex rather than in conscious choices and I thought that managing your emotions is something you are either naturally good at or you're not, like something you're born with rather than something you learn. But with the ups and downs of life, I found myself overwhelmed by emotions. They had me puzzled, I started questioning my sanity, and I could feel them crushing my spirit. So to save myself and others like me, I have decided to create this podcast where I explore deeper on emotional intelligence under the guidance of a registered counseling psychologist, Amichi Luka Agu. So let us explore together, right here on Emotional Me. Hi, and welcome to Emotional Me, another episode of Emotional Me, another journey towards exploring emotional intelligence. We do that in each episode, and we'll do that also in today's episode. I lead this journey as the Explorer-in-Chief because I ask the questions on your behalf and also on my behalf because this is a personal journey for me as well to the world of emotions. But my name is Peter Tadeo, and I'm always here with the Hope Whisperer and Awesomeness Activator, her name is Amichi. Amichi. Amichi, how are you today? I am relaxed and I'm excited and I'm anticipating this discussion. So today we're going to be talking about emotional check-in and we're going to learn all about that in our main discussion today. But before we go there, Amichi gave me a challenge personally while preparing for this episode. Amichi, what was that challenge again? Uh, I asked you to do a body scan, which is like looking inwards and just noticing your physical sensations. Mm-hmm. And then my second challenge to you was journaling your feelings, just at least once a day, writing down what you're feeling, what you're noticing, and without judgment, noting that down. And then the third challenge I gave you was to name your feelings, to use descriptive emotional language. So how did you go with those? Mm-hmm. Like, how did you feel before? How did you feel during and how did you feel after? Yeah. So before the body scan, it was just normal. Like I was thinking of my normal routines, my day, the things I was doing, the things I'm I'm supposed to do. Just my mind was running around thinking of different things, which I do normally during the day. Then during the body scan, something that I experienced for the first time, the body scan directed me how I should relax, first of all. So, you know, relax your hand your back, sit in a very comfortable position. Like I felt more relaxed. And then afterwards, I just felt relaxed in a different way. You know, we normally take a nap or have a rest, but this was a different kind of rest. Mm. I felt more relaxed after the exercise and I felt more in touch with my body and my thoughts, actually. I felt more in touch with them. And now connecting mm. it to the journaling exercise, the emotional journaling exercise, where I just write what I feel, my emotions. That one 
And now I felt like I just went to see a doctor and the doctor has told me that, let's take an example, maybe you have a sugar condition, so avoid sugary stuff, like avoid this, avoid that, drink more water, take more vegetables, you know, something like that. So with my emotions, yes. I felt aware that, ah, this is what I'm feeling now. And with the yeah. assistance of the simple tool that you gave me, and I'm sure we're going to share it with the listener, the emotional chat, feelings and chats. Yes. It helped me describe, because I have personally limited descriptions of feeling. I just say sad or happy, but that one helped me to dive deeper. So it's sad. Why is sad? Like, you know, insecure, do you feel fragile? What is it? So I went deeper and then I could connect to exactly what the feeling was and where it's coming from. That's where the awareness came from. That's, yeah, it's insecurity. Insecurity is because of this and this that is not going the way I want. That's why this feeling yes. is coming from. And then suddenly I felt, so what should I do next? Then I ideas started to come like, huh, so then I should do this. Maybe I should do this to address this feeling or to address this situation. So I really started to feel in control of, mm -hmm. yeah, of my emotion. I, I really felt now emotions as information for me to decide different things in my life. That's something yes. I felt for the first time. I really started to feel them as information through this exercise. Wow. So I'm very excited to learn more <laughs> through Brilliant. our session today of emotional checking. Yes. And we'll share all of these exercises throughout the course of this episode. I'm really excited. At the end, we're going to include a, a body scan about four minutes but we're not going to do it now because otherwise it'll break our discussion um so at the end of this episode the last four minutes or so you'll find just a simple body scan exercise that you can do at any point when you want to do a check-in ladies and gentlemen you are listening to emotional me with peter and amici To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me or share your feedback or comments on any episode of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit the page at Emotional Me Pod. Emotional Me Pod. You can also listen to Emotional Me online. Just go to www.anchor.fm slash Emotional Me. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com emotionalmepod at gmail.com or send us a whatsapp plus 255-654-993-220 this is emotional me emotional me emotional me emotional me emotional me emotional me Right, so an emotional check-in. Yeah, how would you describe an emotional check-in? Yes. Well, before I describe what it is, perhaps I can talk a little bit about why it's important, right? You've already touched on it really, really importantly. Like often we feel, I mean, we're obviously feeling emotions all the time and we have feelings all the time, not always super intensely, but there's always something there. And even boredom is something or joy is something. It's very rarely completely devoid of emotion. There's always something. But what we often do 
And what our lifestyle lends itself to is to kind of just swipe them away. Just like, oh, no, I don't want to deal with this. Let me distract myself, right? And especially in this day and age where we have constant distractions. I mean, you don't have to work hard to find a distraction. You just pick up your phone and there are a gazillion distractions in there. At times before we had phones, you know, when you were waiting in a waiting room or you're waiting for a friend to arrive, we were kind of more alone with our thoughts and our thoughts might wander and we might kind of think about things. Whereas now that doesn't happen as much anymore, which means that we get further and further away from knowing and recognizing and interpreting how our body feels and also knowing what we can deal with or that we can deal with whatever it feels. So one of the reasons it's really important to do an emotional check-in is to get familiar with how emotions and sensations in your body feel. And then, okay, what feelings are present? And then to learn, okay, well, what might be contributing to that? Instead of just numbing it, instead of just kind of, you know, when you're scrolling through your, your phone, your Twitter or Instagram feed, we all know it gets to a point where you're like, I'm not actually taking anything in. I'm just avoiding being tuned into anything so I'm just like you know zoned out so that's why it is important because when you know like you described before they were just kind of more like background noise um, emotions just sort of there but when you know oh oh wait there's something here it can be very helpful to guide you as to what decision is going to be or what action is going to be right for you as a next step okay so assisted by a relatable example on the weekend it had been quite a busy weekend and on sort of in the afternoon I thought okay I'm gonna chill with my family for the rest of the day and um, felt quite comfortable about that and then a friend of mine texted me saying oh do you have some time for me later and I immediately thought oh my goodness I'm gonna have to make time for her I don't actually really kind of have time I'd planned something else but I'm, let me just quickly find out a lot of things. And I felt like you can tell how fast I'm talking now. That was the speed of my thoughts that was going on. And I thought, ah, oh, wait, wait, wait. We're even having this episode coming up. Let me do exactly what I told Peter to do. And I did an emotional check-in because I wasn't sure what was going on. I just knew that I felt bad, really. Like I just didn't like to feel that way and I couldn't think clearly. And so I took a step back and I try to name what I was feeling. And I actually used an app that had lots of feeling words in it. And I just kind of picked those. And I realized I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling under pressure. I'm feeling anxious. I'm noticing my heart is beating really fast. And my hands are kind of shaking. And I feel like I want to withdraw. I feel like I want to just not be here. And then I the next thing I told you to do, look at me walking the, the walk and not just talking, practicing what I'm preaching. And then I thought, let me just journal it out. Let me just kind of try and jot down some ideas of what, what might be contributing to the, these feelings. And so then I wrote, oh, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Somehow I'm doing this thing where I put myself under pressure when someone has asked me a question, was made a request. And really what I kind of had expected to do was to just chill in the evening with my family. And once I'd written it down and kind of thought it out, I was able to recognize, oh, these are little bits of information. And I can actually just tell my friend, you know what? I already had plans for this evening. Can we meet tomorrow or the day after? And so there was an example of where an emotional check-in helped me go from feeling super overwhelmed and jittery and anxious to, oh, 
this is just information. My body just told me, I don't want to do this. I want to do something else. And I am, you know, I have the privilege and the, the luxury to be able to say in this moment, ah, today's not a good time. How about tomorrow? Okay. So the emotional check-in part is really then dialing into uh, the emotions that are reflected in your body, the feelings that are interpreted or that are coming with that, and then helping you make a decision. Now, you don't only need to do an emotional check-in when you're in a kind of crisis situation. Just like an Olympic athlete doesn't start training on the day of the event, they start training long before when the event might not even happen. And so you want to start doing an emotional check-in just as a regular practice. So it just becomes something that you do, dialing into your body, noticing what's there, noticing perhaps that, oh, you know, when I feel angry, like my chest kind of feels hot, my, my hands get tight and like my face does this thing and I feel tension like at the back of my neck. And just learning and noticing those physical sensations helps you then in a moment of intensity or where those show up helps you much quicker to recognize them. Oh, okay, this person just said something and there's like some heat in my chest area and somehow my hands feel, feel tired. I think this is starting to make me angry and perhaps I can act now before things escalate or while I still feel comfortably in control and can help you feel much more comfortable and at ease with managing whichever emotions come up. And I feel what you've just said answers two questions that I personally was asking myself and perhaps someone who's listening might be asking themselves. One was, do I need to do an emotional check-in at the time of crisis or at the time that I'm faced with the situation? So you just said, you make it part of your lifestyle. That way, when the moment arises that needs you to use that knowledge or that practice, then it's just there for you. Because some people might feel like, so when something happens, I should take like three minutes, which is obviously not practical in daily life because things happen in the split second. You ask the question, an incident happened, and you have to respond in just the moment. So that's mm -hmm. one. And then two was, do I need to see an expert to do an emotional check-in, like to help me do an emotional check-in? Or is it something I just do on my own? And based on what you say, you can get the guidance from experts on how to go about it, which is what we're doing in this episode, but you just do it yourself, yeah? Absolutely. And you ultimately, you, you need to do it yourself because the only person that knows how you're feeling in that moment is you. Like there's no one else that's dialed into your, to your neurons and your brain and your body. It's just you. The experts can help give you tips or ways to do that. And if someone thinks, like, do I need to do it every day, once a week, once a month? Like Ideally, you would want to do it every day. In the beginning, it's easy to forget. So if you kind of set a timer for yourself or you're tired to something that you do every day, you know, mm -hmm. some people might say, okay, every time when I finish brushing my teeth, I just take like two minutes to just do an emotional check-in with myself. Some people, well, if it's at the end of the day, they might be too tired and that's the only emotion or the only feeling that they might notice is tiredness. So sometimes, you know, doing it um, at lunchtime. For some people, tying it to, they have a practice of meditation or practice of prayer, linking it to that, where you just take a moment and just kind of notice what's there. But the more often you do it, the more practiced you become at recognizing physical bodily sensations, noticing how you are feeling. 
naming those feelings and also the quicker you'll be able to do that in a crisis. Um, Peter, you said earlier that, well, well, it's not always going to be practical in a moment of crisis to kind of be like, okay, hold on, I'm going to do a three-minute body scan. I'll be right back. <laughs> That's obviously not practical, although sometimes it is. You know, sometimes when you're having an argument with someone or a heated discussion and it's a family member or something and say, or a loved one, where you're able to say, you know what, let me just go clear my head for a few minutes, then we can continue. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Emotional Me with Peter and Amici. To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me or share your feedback or comments on any episodes of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit the page at Emotional Me Pod. Emotional Me Pod. You can also listen to Emotional Me online. Just go to www.enka.fm slash Emotional Me. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Or send us a WhatsApp plus 255-654-993-220. This is Emotional Me. 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 So I'm getting one thought, yeah? Most of the times in life, you don't know that you need something. Yeah. Something that you don't know about. Like if you don't know about emotional check-in, you might never know that you need an emotional check-in. Yes. So for me, who heard this for the first time, when I started this journey with you and for someone who is listening who perhaps is also hearing about this for the first time, are there like symptoms they can look at in themselves in situations they go through that if you are seeing this in yourself, then emotional check-in is something you need? Well, I would quite confidently say that everyone will benefit from it, but especially if you find yourself having very limited emotional vocabulary. If you describe your emotions or your feelings exclusively as, well, I'm feeling bad or I'm feeling good, and that's it, right? Those are not very descriptive. It doesn't reflect the nuances of what you actually are able to feel. This has nothing to do with, with language per se, you know, but just this feels like, you know, like what, what other words can I give this feeling? Another one is if emotions, if kind of feeling emotional feels threatening to you, pretty much always when there's an intense emotion that starts to arise, you become angry. And anger is one uh, is an emotion that often tags onto another emotion and masks it. Um, so if you find yourself getting angry all the time, even though others might be sad in that situation or might be fearful in that situation or might, there might be other things going on, if you kind of default to one emotion over, over another, it would be worth having more emotional check-ins and starting to learn those physical sensations. If your solution to feeling something is trying to numb it, if you're having a conversation with someone and you're starting to have certain physical sensations, you immediately want to exit that conversation or you immediately want to just go check your phone, like zone out or drink or eat or whatever, doing things that numb, that take you out of that emotion, that's also a sign that you are not perhaps that aware and that comfortable with those emotions. 
And often that, that has to do with just emotions, just kind of feeling like a big wall of intense and bad. But once you're able to discern it, so for example, you know, if, you're, if it's starting to get dark and sort of from the corner of your eyes, you see like a shadow, it can be quite scary. And the more you don't look at it, you just see that scary shadow until you actually turn around and you realize, oh, there's a tree and the, the leaves are swinging around. Same thing, looking at them and kind of noticing, okay, emotions are here. I don't know what they are and they feel really scary, but I'm going to just have a look at what, what I am actually feeling as opposed to just bad and scary. Then you start to be able to see the nuances. Definitely when you have to make important decisions and you kind of feel stuck, if you keep having the same arguments with yourself or the, you know, over and over again or with others, often it might mean that you're out of touch with your own sense of self or with, it, with, with your own emotions and feelings. Okay. Thank you for that. Yes, so definitely someone who is listening and myself, uh, kind of self-diagnosis is going on <laughs> in the head right now. Yes. Like, oh, man. I need this yesterday. <laughs> okay, so how exactly now does one go about doing an emotional check-in, like the exercise itself now? How exactly yes. is it supposed to be done? Okay, all right. So a few things that will be helpful to know. So if we take five parts of an emotional check-in, that will be useful, and then I'll share those exercises that I shared with you. All right. One, part one is you want to take a deep breath or a few. And when I say a deep breath, I don't mean just, <laughs> it's not about just getting as much air into your lungs as quickly as possible and then getting back out again, um, but a, a mindful breath. And a mindful breath means really taking a, a few moments, and this is something that you can even do in the presence of other people because they won't know that you're doing this, but taking a few moments as you're breathing in, really noticing what the sensation is like as the air enters through your nose usually and as your lungs expand and what that feels like in your body and then as they contract again and as you breathe out and doing that a few times the purpose of this is not for the emotion to go away by the way um so that it's not you don't do an emotional check-in and then that's going to stop you from feeling but what it does is it can help calm down the chatter, the, the chit-chat that happens in the mind and all the feelings and allows you to kind of settle a little bit to then notice what is there. Kind of a little bit like the when there's a big pile of leaves and you run into them, they kind of go flying all over the place. Eventually they'll settle down. They won't be gone, yeah. but they'll then settle down and you can kind of see the individual leaves again. So taking a mindful breath, tuning into your body. And that means you can do it in a body scan or whatever, but even just noticing what am I feeling? What am I noticing? What are the sensations in my body? The next thing is then to ask yourself, how am I feeling in this moment? Or what am I feeling in this moment? And using descriptive emotion words, you know, using descriptive feeling words. So feeling words, you touched on that, Peter, instead of just saying, um, I feel bad, or I feel angry, really getting into those, those nuances. Like, um, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm feeling rushed, I'm feeling unfocused, or on the angry side, perhaps, I'm feeling furious, I'm feeling bitter, I'm feeling critical. By the way, this isn't just for unpleasant emotions, right? This is also for, for happy and joyful, because just as limiting yourself to bad, sad, and mad, having only a, oh, I feel good description 
does not do justice to the richness that you may be experiencing or will be experiencing in your body and in, in your mind. So then looking at, okay, well, okay, I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. What exactly is there? You know, am I feeling playful? Am I feeling content? Am I feeling valued, hopeful, inspired, right? Trying to pick out those nuances. Now, when you start doing this, it can be difficult to think of those words. So what I can really recommend, and perhaps we can put a link of that um, somewhere in the description, is there's something called Feelings Wheel, um, feelingswheel.com. There's basically a feelings wheel is like a circle with lots and lots and lots and lots of descriptive emotional words. And they're organized so beautifully so that you start off with the ones that we all kind of know, like sad and happy and um, surprised and disgusted. And then they become more and more detailed, you know, things like amazed or confused or eager or energetic. So to help you, there are lots of tools like that available. Uh Um, And then the last thing that I would include in a, um, you know, in a full emotional check-in is to kind of brainstorm what might be contributing to these emotions. This is not to find out the exact cause, right? You are making me angry. (laughs) This is why I'm angry. Because often there are many, many contributing factors. So just openly brainstorm what might be contributing to the way that I'm feeling right now. And there might be several things. And just noticing those, then that basically concludes the whole check-in. There are different methods to doing this. So, so each check-in should involve a breath, you're tuning into the body, describing how you're feeling using descriptive um, emotional language or emotional words, and then perhaps brainstorming what might be contributing to it, those five things. But people have different methods that they prefer. So one is the body scan, just as a quick description, which is literally can take anything from three minutes to an hour, whichever you prefer. There are a gazillion examples of this on YouTube or on any kind of mindfulness apps. Um, And so what that is, is really just an invitation to focus internally on the sensations in your body as it is right now in this moment. Not even necessarily trying to change anything, but um, although sometimes loosening things up, just noticing, oh, like the back of my neck is kind of tense. I know when I feel stressed or overwhelmed, uh, my shoulders kind of go up and then sometimes only notice that when I realize, oh, I can put them down. So a scan of just mindfully noticing what is going on in your body. You can do body scans for different reasons. And so when you're doing a body scan with an intent to sleep afterwards, you would be then looking for sensations that are relaxed and sleepy and you know, at ease and all of those things. Yeah, um, yeah so for someone uh, who's listening and they have difficult sleeping, body scan is for you, especially those long Yes, ones. yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Emotional Me with Peter and Amici. To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me or share your feedback or comments on any episode of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit the page at Emotional Me Pod. Emotional Me Pod. You can also listen to Emotional Me online. Just go to www.enka.fm slash Emotional Me. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com emotionalmainpod at gmail.com
or send us a WhatsApp plus two five five six five four nine nine three two two zero. This is emotional me. Emotional me. Emotional me. Emotional me. Emotional me. Emotional me. Next is journaling, right? Journaling about um, about your emotions or your feelings. Again, this is something that anyone can do and at any point. And if you say to me, "Well, but I don't journal," cool, fine. You don't have to actually write. You can just take out your phone and use an app mindfulness or meditation or even a mood tracker app there are lots of lots of those free of charge if someone Maybe, is thinking like at the top of your mind if you have some that you can name for someone to look for yeah there's one called headspace there is something called mood tracker a lot of fitness apps also have like a how are you feeling section the only thing you want to make sure of is that they have feeling words in them and not just good bad and meh because that won't help you very much and then what you do if you're journaling or if you're doing that kind of a, a check-in is to kind of just take a moment make sure that everything else is is off don't do this while you're watching tv and listening to something else because you need to be listening to your own kind of mind and body and just see what am i feeling in this moment not all the time in this moment right now and then just kind of think okay these are the ones that i'm i'm selecting i'm feeling i'm feeling irritated i'm feeling bored maybe even hungry whatever is in there and then use the note function and then just write down anything else that comes to mind but you don't even have to do that even if you just journal just write how you're feeling at that moment in time that's also fine the purpose is to notice what you're feeling in your body so when you're journaling right write my heart is pounding really fast i feel like i'm out of breath um or i feel overwhelmed i'm tired and whatever without judgment this is not about saying i shouldn't be feeling like this or whatever this is in this moment i'm feeling obviously then if you're brainstorming about what might be contributing to those feelings that's really helpful to write that down but even if you're just brainstorming in your own mind that's fine and then of course the last one is the feelings wheel if you just search put that in a search engine feeling wheel feelings chart there are lots out there and the purpose is really to increase your your vocabulary to use descriptive words to describe your emotions so what i'm getting when you are describing all of this and considering that someone maybe is hearing this for the first time then i feel it needs discipline to practice this like you really need to carve out some time and be conscious about this that i really want this but our time is really up so i want us to conclude our discussion i just feel like i want to share this you know in recent times i don't know if it's my work or it's just me i listen to radio and tv like i follow the media a lot and there are so many incidents of close people especially partners romantic partners you know husband and wife getting into fighting or whatever maybe just argument or just disagreement and then it turns into a criminal case because whatever they were arguing whatever they disagreed on escalated into physical violence and then something happened whether someone got hurt or there are so many worse cases someone lost their lives and then it becomes a criminal case and then life turns upside down 
in just a split second. So many incidents, you know, I'm sure someone who is listening, if they're in touch with media now with social media, because these things also go to social media, they can agree with this. And I think today we've just discussed the solution. You can just prevent yourself from turning your life upside down for the bad just by practicing an emotional check-in. So I think it's a very important concept for mm. us to start practicing. Absolutely. I just yeah. want to say it doesn't have to take a long time. Like it can take three minutes of your day. That's all, right? Um, and you don't need to have and, like a special room or a special somewhere you go. You just It can happen anywhere, yeah? Yes, absolutely. Anywhere, anytime. You need nothing but your own brain. <laughs> that, that is all you need. So just final thoughts from you. So now I've heard about this. So now I know about this. Any advice, like I want to make this part of my life and I want to also make others around me also, I don't know, someone who wants to influence their partners and their close friends to also be part of this. What message do you give them as a concluding remarks? Yes. Message that will stay with them even after the episode to remind them that ah, you can make emotional check-in part of your lifestyle. Yes. Um, I would like to remind them and everybody that emotions are not distractions. Emotions are valuable data and you want to be able to learn from them so that you can make more rational and more useful decisions, right? In a later episode, we will discuss using emotions in interpersonal relationships or understanding and fostering emotional intelligence and literacy in relationships and families. And so we'll pick up that conversation in another episode. Thank you very much, Amici. And thank you for you who have been part of this discussion as listening. That is what we have for you today. And remember, we have the body scan, so you can listen to it at the end of this episode. As we're concluding, you can experience the body scan yourself and practically feel what we've been talking about here. But for today, that is all we have for you. So until next time, I'm the Explorer-in-Chief. My name is Peter Tadeo, and I was with the Awesomeness Activator, Hope Whisperer. Thank you, Peter. See you next time. Yeah, sure, sure. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Emotional Me with Peter and Amici. This is Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. And now, here's the body scan prepared for you by our very own registered counseling psychologist, Amechi Dukaago. This is a recording of a body scan. You may start by beginning to focus your attention on the body, whether you are seated or lying down, with your eyes closed or open with a softened gaze. Begin by noticing and feeling the weight of your body on the surface it connects with. might be your chair or the floor beneath you. Your feet on the floor or surface. You might notice the weight of your legs against the chair. Sensations like pressure, heaviness, lightness, 
pulsing. And as you begin this practice, this scan, you may become aware of thoughts and ideas popping into your head, which is normal. When you notice those, you may acknowledge them by perhaps saying to yourself, thinking, and then gently redirect your focus on your bodily sensations. Take a few deep and comfortable breaths, really focusing on the sensation in your body as you inhale, your chest expands, your lungs draw in breath and oxygen, entering and energizing the body. And as you exhale, notice the sensation of the breath leaving your lungs, your ribcage and chest sensations changing and having a sense of deeper relaxation. Notice your back against the chair or surface, the weight and pressure. Notice any heat or cold sensations. Now bring your attention to your face and jaw and notice the sensations there. Notice your facial muscles, perhaps let them soften. Let the space between your eyebrows be soft. Let your tongue relax and rest in your mouth, relaxing the jaw. Notice your throat and neck. Take note of how it feels, whether there is relaxedness or tension. See if you can soften the throat and neck. Bring your attention to your belly and notice how that feels. Simply noticing without judgment whichever sensations are there. Notice your hands and your arms your neck and shoulders, how do they feel? What sensations do you notice? Is there an area you want to bring softness to? Now let your attention drape over your entire body and take note of any sensations that arise, physical and emotional. Take your time scanning and noticing, paying attention to those sensations. Be aware of your whole body as best as you can. Take another breath and when you're ready, let your eyes comfortably open. This is Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me.